Hey all, it's going to be a shorter show than usual this week. It just didn't make sense to keep splicing episodes together from separate recording sessions. Basically, we're just doing one act this week. So no commercials, no promotions. We just want you to enjoy the show. And I will be back next Sunday, August 21st, with the next episode of What Is Not. And then again on August 28th with a full-length episode of Cautious Optimism. See you guys soon. And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Really Cool Switches. Never again flip a switch accidentally with Really Cool's patented switch covers. Make the switch to Really Cool Switches. Previously on Cautious Optimism. A chunk of the ship that exploded collided with Cautious Optimism. I'm trying to reroute the power from the nuclear reactor to the engines. I am not detecting any life forms in sickbay. Oh, my ferret. We need to get these people to the sickbay as soon as we can. I don't think there's anything I can do for the organisms in the engine. I think it's going to take about a week before we have the FTL drive back again. It looks like we're going to need to do a little bit of rationing, starting with water. I do not believe it would be wise to waste any on coffee. Why did you make me think the ferret was dead? I did not say it was dead, simply that I could not detect its life signs in sickbay. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic powers. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. Rico and Shipcom had determined that if you use two days worth of your food rations to create a kind of super paste to put the little microbes into, there is a chance if everything goes super well, i.e. Rico succeeds by four or more on her sciencing roll, then the microbes will reproduce super fast and you might be able to get the old faster than light engine online. If it doesn't work out, you will have used up two of your seven days worth of food. And we will starve. And you will starve. And you will starve. Well, some people will starve, not all of us. <laughs> so Rico went to have a look at the hydroponics bay ah. to see if there was anything X 
extra in the hydroponics bay because you remember Liliana had been yeah. keeping everybody else out of the hydroponics bay up to and including Shipcom. Yeah. Okay. So when Rico first walks into the hydroponics bay, it's been expanded to your surprise. There are more hydroponics counters, shelves or whatnot set up than there used to be. The grow lights have been expanded and there seems to be a lot more activity going on. As you look around, the plant life, it looks like all the plants are alive, but the radiation has caused some damage. There's a lot of brown spots. There's a lot of leaves that are falling off. The cherry tomatoes all appear kind of wrinkly and weirdly discolored in a way that would make you hesitate to eat them. And it kind of looks like most of the plants are in that state where you imagine they'll recover in time. But at the moment, there's not really anything that you would be comfortable eating yourself or feeding to the microbes. Fair enough. Um, Shipcom. Beep, beep, boop. Do you happen to remember how many bays of like lights and things we had in the hydroponics bay? Initially, we had two shelves of hydroponics. That was what I thought. There's a lot more than two shelves of hydroponics in here now, you know. I do not know the details. I know that Liliana has spent a great deal of time in this space. Huh. And where did these cherry tomatoes come from? And what is all this? There's a lot of... Wow. There's all sorts of different types of... Um, I mean, I'm not very good at distinguishing salad-based goods, but uh, there's a lot of greenery in here that looks like the sort of thing that humans eat. Hmm, interesting. Unfortunately, my sensors are not specific enough to help you identify these plants. I mean, I'm not going to eat them, so I'm not... Well, I'm not going to eat any of these anyway. Sure. So I'm not hugely interested myself, Shipcom, but it was just an idle curiosity. I wonder what Liliana was planning. Well, whatever it is, yeah, I don't think these are going to help us, unfortunately, in our gamble. I guess I need to go and talk to the captain. Uh, where is the captain? I am detecting Rory's signature on the bridge. Okay, I'll go to the bridge. All right, a moment later, Rory, as you're overseeing the flight at sublight speed away from the exploded ship, the door opens and Rico appears. Hello, Captain. Hello. Do you, what has Liliana been doing in the hydroponics bay? Uh, not a clue. I mean, what is Liliana ever doing? Well, she seems to have made it bigger. She's also been growing lots of those like little cherry tomato things that you all like. Okay. Rico pulls a little bit of a face while she's saying this. There's also lots of other like sort of salad type stuff in there that I think you all like. I mean, it's all dead now and irradiated, obviously, because that's what happens when you fly through lots of radiation. But um, uh, yeah, none of it's useful for the engine organisms. But yeah, she seems to have been expanding the hydroponics bay a lot and growing stuff in it. Oh. That you might want to eat. Oh, well, I mean, that's good news. I don't understand. Why can't the microorganisms eat rotting vegetable matter? Well, because that's not going to make them any... I mean, giving them difficult to digest rotting vegetable matter isn't going to make them feel any better, is it? Well, I mean, we might have to survive on it. I mean, basically, we have a bit of a choice to make at this point, Captain. Um, I can... Separate out the living organisms into their own nutrient bath and create a sort of suitable nutrient bath for them using a couple of days supplies worth of rations. If I'm lucky, that might mean that we have the FTL drive back online in a day, but I might not be lucky. And that might mean that we have two days, well, anywhere between 
So it might be that I can improve it a little bit and we get the FTL drive back on in a couple of days and we don't run out of rations completely. Or it might not improve the FTL situation at all. And then we have two days without rations. I am going to make the executive decision that it's worth the risk because technically we could go for weeks without food and survive. We won't be happy. Rico's staring at you in this light. Like she looks horrified, absolutely <laughs> horrified right now. I mean, we need water and we need air. After that, we can figure it out. If anything, we can put ourselves to sleep to not have to deal with our immense hunger. Not asleep, like the big sleep, but like, you know, just <laughs> unconscious for a little while. <laughs> okay, Gatflin, I'm glad you specified. Nobody will be eating the ferret. Well, I'm glad the ferret is not caught. Nobody can eat it if they can't find it. Um, you know what? You might want to hide the ferret and only you know where the ferret is. I mean, it's an invisible ferret, Captain. It's quite well hidden right now. Humans are very, very <laughs> not discerning when they when hunger hits. So I just would not want anything to happen to the little guy. I mean, at the moment, I don't know where it is, Captain. It's loose on the ship somewhere. Okay, well, I hope you find it before a hungry Hank does. Yeah, also, I think that what we need to do is also lock up the coffee. Because, you know, each and every one of us is going to try and sneak and make some coffee. How do we lock up the coffee so that none of us can get it? Well. I mean, you can lock up the coffee so none of the rest of us know where it is, Captain. That would be straightforward. Okay. But you will know where it is, because that's how that works. I will lock up the coffee. You lock up the coffee pot. Oh. Mm. That is a neat plan. <laughs> and while this conversation is going on, Hank is trying to get the coffee <laughs> is Hank making a pot of coffee? Or? No, Hank is trying to get the coffee grounds. Oh, okay. I mean, that's easy enough to do since they haven't been locked up or whatever yet. So Yeah, and we're on the bridge. So is Hank walking out of the break room with all the full juice containers? I don't know how many containers there are, but he does have the fullest container. Okay. And he will ferret away in engineering while simultaneously putting a pinch of it between his cheek and gum. That's easy enough to do. I've never tried coffee between my cheek and gum before. That's something. I've sprinkled it on yogurt. It's a real eye-opener, actually. I bet. <laughs> I bet it's something. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess Rico's going to go to go find the coffee pot. All right. Did you leave the coffee pot or did you just take the ground coffee? I just took grounds. Okay, so R Rico's going to go pick up the coffee pot, go hide the coffee pot somewhere, and then go and also have picked up a couple of days' rations and start preparing her nutrient bath for the engine. All right. Does anybody else on the ship know that that is the plan other than her and the captain? Because I feel like there's other stuff that some of us might be able to contribute that would help your... Role be more successful. I mean, are you guys discussing it? Is Rory having some kind of staff meeting or whatever? I imagine once everything is stabilized, we would have the staff meeting also to announce that I've hidden the coffee. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll have a staff meeting. Okay. Before the staff meeting though, Kyan, you're in Med Bay. It's been a little bit of time and the Captain Melmar calls out to you. Hello? Where am I? Hey, you are in the sick bay of the cautious optimism. Oh, that's great. What's the cautious optimism? It is the ship that is currently drifting in space because it's been irradiated when your ship blew up. Oh, well, thank you for rescuing us. I'm sorry for any damage or inconvenience. This is a Tuesday for us. <laughs> hey, uh, 
Do you have any blue apples? I uh, don't think we do. I haven't seen any. Uh, why? Any particular reason? Well, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time thinking straight. Do you have any, any food? Any water? I'm starving. We are going to be rationing everything because we don't have a lot of supplies right now to get us to a place where we can restock. No. We're in a little bit of a little bit of hurt right now as far as all that goes. How's how's my crew? You have one individual who is severely compromised because of radiation poisoning. We have him in a cryo chamber in order to hold him in stasis until we can get him to a medical facility. The rest of your crew, well, the other two people that we brought on board are stable. Okay. The the one in the chamber, what what do you think his chances are? Uh, GM, what does Kyan think his chances are? If you get him to a, a real hospital, uh, 50-50. Well, he probably has about a 50-50 chance if we can get him to a good medical facility pretty soon. Oh, considering what we've been through, it's not bad. Here, I have something that might help. He reaches into his spacesuit pocket. And pulls out a little device that looks kind of like a communicator, except instead of a microphone and speaker, it's just a small handheld device with a switch. One of those cool switches where you have to lift up the lid and then flip the switch. So there's no way to flip it on accident because the lid's covering it. Okay. He holds it weakly out to you and he says, this is a distress beacon. If you turn it on, it'll signal the company that we uh, work for. They may be able to uh, send a ship to save us. Okay. What company do you guys work for? Yep. I have that written down. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. I got it. Okay. We work for the Lightspeed Plus shipping company. Excellent. I'm assuming he's kind of facing the guy. He puts his finger up to his nose and says, toenail. What? Toenail? Oh, Doc, I think the radiation is getting to you. Not making any sense. Okay, just checking. We're all good. Well, anyway, I think I'm probably going to sleep somewhere. Yeah, that would be good. Thanks again. And he starts uh, to drift off. All right. Shipcom, can you patch me through to the captain, please? Captain Rory? Your communicator goes beep, beep, boop. Jeff Rory. Hey, Captain The captain of the other ship has just given me a distress beacon that should put us through to their parent company, possibly as a way to get us some aid a little bit faster. I don't know if somebody wants to come down and grab it. I don't know if you want me to just hit it now. I don't know if you want to look the company up. This gentleman doesn't seem to be associated with the guild in any way. So I'll come get the beacon and then I will do some research on it. Thank you. Excellent. And so I do. All right. That's easy enough. Oh, exciting. Do you want to use your brand new internet skill to research the Lightspeed Plus shipping company? I mean, how could I say no? (laughs) All right. I rolled a five. (laughs) Let me pull up my sheet to see just what sort of a success it is. Yeah, that sounds like that's a good roll. It's a success by nine. Wait, is this computer operation or research? Well, this would be research. Research, right? Because I had to have computer operation to get research. So that is a success by nine. Success by nine. Okay. Well, that is a really good success. 
the Lightspeed Plus shipping company exists outside of the league. It literally has no presence inside of league space. It is essentially its own country. It's a megacorp. It's such a huge megacorp that it basically has its own laws and its own police force and its own rules. It is known to be ruthless. It is anything for profit. It will ship anything you want if you're going to pay them. It doesn't matter if it's illegal. doesn't matter if it's slaves. It's basically just whatever it takes to earn a buck. And they've been very successful. They're also known for being ruthless with people who try to take advantage of them. Or if they feel like someone has done them wrong, there have been some very shady incidences where people have disappeared and nefarious things like that. Interesting. I walk down to the med bay where the captain is. All right. Whoosh. The door's open and there you are. Captain. Mm. Hello. Hi. So I've been doing a little research on your employer. What's my reassurance? I kind of have a feeling I'm going to hit this distress beacon and just to save money, they're going to come fly over here and just blow us all up. <laughs> Why would they rescue you? Uh, look. Honestly, one captain to another, yeah, maybe. They they might. Me and my crew have done good for them in the past and made money for them, and that usually wins you a lot of respect with the LSP. But you're not wrong. If someone shows up here who's in a bad mood or wants to make an example, I mean, we did lose our ship and we lost our cargo, and they're going to be really upset about that. So yeah, it's a gamble. I'm going to go ahead and hold off on this for right now. Where were you all headed? We were on our way. uh, Hold on. I have that also written down, but uh, I brilliantly wrote them down in different files. (laughs) Strangely enough, it was Galaginar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're on our way right there. No, we're on our way to a planet called Vildon. It's a long ways away from here. What were you taking there? Variety of cargo. It's all been blown up now anyway, so it doesn't matter. Eh, then why not tell me? It's not like we can steal it. Okay. We we were transporting some substances which have been known to improve a person's productivity. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Where is Kyan at this point? Is he still in the room with us? Oh, I'm hanging there just checking out all my other patients and... <laughs> Definitely keeping an ear out to uh, hear what's going on. So I lean in like I'm trying to whisper, but I know that Kyan can hear me. Okay. You wouldn't happen to be, I don't know, shipping anything that had more than two arms, would you? Huh? No, no, nothing like, nothing like, look, I don't know what your laws are or whatever, but it was it wasn't people. It was, it was drugs. In some places, illegal narcotics. I don't even know if you would consider them illegal. They give you a real big high. They give you a ton of energy. They let people work for days without sleep. Sometimes people have heart attacks, and that bothers some folks. Well, I think drugs are wrong, and that people who sell them are dumb. But that's your business, (laughs) and I'm not going to get into it. High in cocks and eyebrow. We here on the Cautious Optimism just like to say no. That's when. (laughs) (laughs) Hank walks in. (laughs) I was trying to refrain. (laughs) Good job I'm not here right now. Okay, back to coffee chewing. All I'm saying is (laughs) I'm going to hold off on this beacon. If you looked up vulnerable, 
in, in the dictionary would be a picture of the ship. So we're just going to lie low for a little bit, see if we can get the drive back online, and then we'll see what we can do. It's in the differential diagnosis of things that we can use, but I'm not going to do the distress beacon just yet. That's fair. That's why I hadn't triggered it myself. I was going to wait till I could come up with a good report for the company. But the dock here makes it sound like we might be in a bad way and going to run out of food or something. So I just wanted you to know it's an option. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, I hope you have a, a comfortable and speedy recovery. I'm going to go back to the cockpit and put the immediate space people out of an airlock trigger back in my pocket. <laughs> go back to the <laughs> cockpit. All right. <laughs> okay. So we're getting to be about quitting time. And I think we're going to end the episode right here. The camera starts out zoomed in on Captain Rory's face as she's struggling with the decision of what to do to deal with this situation. The camera zooms out to a beautiful shot of the cautious optimism flying at sublight speeds. There's a big hole where the shuttle bay is. Little whiffs of pieces of hull kind of leave a trail behind the ship as it flies along and slowly disintegrates. Not like actually disintegrating, just little pieces of particles from where the hull breach is. I feel like even though we can't see the ferret, I feel like the audience can see the ferret. And so it like... Shows a little picture of a little ferret, like, looking out a window. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's perfect. Next time on Cautious Optimism. That was a really good nap. Why am I in sickbay? So Rico's tapping her fingers on the table, being basically like an addict that's in some form of withdrawal. These are notoriously bad dudes, so I don't want to use this beacon unless we have to. We are on a mission from the guild, which puts us as a guild ship on a mission outside of League territory. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com.